Hello, citizen detectives, and welcome to House of Quigley, a Yellow Jackets podcast with a title that pays homage to the woman who always buys two of things because that way she has enough to share. My name is Frances, and I am joined by the ultimate citizen detective, the one, the only, Alyssa. Alyssa, wow. how are you? Today? This is why I wanted you to do the intro, Francis, because that was great. That that intro really matched the yes. vibe of the podcast that yes. I'm going for today. Um, thank you. Yes, Francis. Um, I would also like to uh, co-introduce you the incomparable, <laughs> the incomparable uh, African grey parrot, Francis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, citizen detectives, we are here. Um, we are, I don't know if people might have listened to us before. We've done a couple of other podcasts. We've covered a couple of other shows. Um, one is called Stranger Things and the other one is called uh, the show that must not be named. <laughs> Otherwise known as oh, Killing Eve. Which which um, became, which we became have... Killing Carolyn uh, by the final season. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah, so basically, yeah. If, if you have listened to us before, thank you um, for jumping back in. You obviously know the energy that we bring to our episodes um, and we will surely do the same yes. here. And, you know, I would also like to say just quickly for those of you that have been following us, um, we did say, we've been asked, we, we were asked from our <laughs> four fans um, <laughs> if, you know, we uh, were going to stick around and we said yes. And then the last year has been a little bit of a difficult uh uh, trek um you know we we had some health issues we had some moving issues it's just been a bit crazy but we are back we are here things are working so we are very excited to cover a yellow jackets yellow um, jackets yes exactly and um the reason that we picked the name is because obviously we we have a shared love of uh, one misty quigley <laughs> and um yes i I personally love the fact that she has a giant African grey parrot who yeah. just, um, you know, flies around the house and just does whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So thank you. If you have found us because of our previous pods or because you just like yellow jackets, then cool. Thanks for giving us a go. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are... For those of you that are not actually seeing what's going on across the Zoom, Alyssa just did a finger <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you are so welcome. You are so welcome here. Yes, you are welcome here. And um, yeah, so we are, um, like in a nutshell, we are Alyssa and Francis. And we are Australian, obviously. You can probably tell that by now if you're like, what's that weird accent? Uh, we are in our 30s. <laughs> and yeah, and I think like the other thing is that we, we really enjoy, um, you know, like there's definitely some distinct themes that we like to go for when we get really into a TV show. And most of that is generally like an interesting story, interesting characters, <laughs> queer people, <laughs> and women. <laughs> and luckily, Yellow Jackets includes all of those things. <laughs> I feel like that sums it up. I don't know. I'm sure there's more nuanced things that I could talk about there, but I feel no, like. No, it's. No, yeah. that is the checklist. And as long as those things can be ticked, we are right there. Um, it's true. It's true, Precisely. and we're very happy that Yellow yeah. Jackets has all of those things because that will give us the energy to talk about it to the nth degree. Um, 
but yeah, it's 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 you yes. know it's an exciting time because the season is back and we're in season two. We we did I think at some point we did float around the idea about doing a podcast about Yellow Jackets after the first season. We came to it pretty early. I would say that we we saw Yellow mm-hmm. Jackets probably before the hype train kind of hit it to the point where it got like quite like you know big by word of mouth. I know a lot of people. Um, you know, I know that it like obviously had its advertising and whatnot, and it's a part of Prime Video and whatever, so people are going to see it. But it did really feel like one of those shows that had a bit of a slow burn at the beginning. It wasn't something that everybody was watching straight off the bat. Mm. There was really good word of mouth. I remember I watched the first episode like the day that it dropped on Amazon, and then I kind of uh, didn't come back to it for a bit, and then you ended up watching the whole season, Alyssa. And you told me mm. how great it was. So then I got me to then finish the season. And by the time we had finished the season, yep. um, it felt like, you know, some like there was a decent crowd for us, an audience for it. But now it really does feel like it's kind of blown out of the water. There's a lot of people that are coming to watch it. And uh, season two seems yeah. to be, you know, uh, garnering a lot of good conversation, a lot of theories, a lot of everything. So. Yeah. It's exciting times. I really love that this show's doing so well uh, because it's brilliant to have an all-female cast. Like, oh, I mean, not all-female. I mean, there is, like, Coach Ben and stuff and Jeff around, but it really does feel like it's it's spearheaded by women. Um, and yeah, also women in their <clears throat> 40s and stuff, which is, like, so cool to see. Yeah. Um, so we just really appreciate the show. So we're excited to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like... Yeah, I was the same. Like, I remember when I first started watching Yellow Jackets and it wasn't something that immediately grabbed me. Um, Definitely had a lot of the things that I really like um, in a show. Like, obviously, I really like it that it was formed around, like, girls' Mm -hmm. soccer team. And I love that it's first set in the 90s. Obviously, you and I are both 90s babies and I really love, um, you know, the the show's dedication that way. Um, but yeah, I was the same. It sort of took me a couple of episodes to really get into it. And then I think once um, – I really do think the show's strength is the past story. Like, I do really enjoy the future and I'm really interested in, like, you know, what happened when the girls got rescued and, um, you know, how their adult lives came to fruition and stuff. But I feel like that's what I'm super interested in is in the past. So when, like, you know – the plane goes down and like you really do see um how the girls start to survive and stuff like that and coach ben and travis and harvey of course um but yeah i just think it's a cool premise and like you know you said something great the other night when we were just chatting on text you were saying like you know it's really good that shows like this that are totally pretty much original like instead of just stuff being you know kept being remade and stuff like that you know it's really stuff good that stuff with original stories Mm -hmm. is getting picked up and hopefully that this continues this type of show getting made again in future it does feel like a lot of things now are adaptations of the existing material so having writers who have mapped out a story and kind of you know even like a story where like you know we were talking about like a a spearheaded by a, a um female cast and you know, older women as well Mm. and these, like, and also not just that but flawed women, like, to the point where, like, you can't even really say oh, you're a protagonist, like, you're kind of like, I just like you, even though you're you're the way that you are, like, in terms of, like, the stuff that you do, like, Misty, for example, is my absolute favourite, but she's not, like, you know, she's not doing the best shit. She's, she's, she's putting people into, like, you know, a basement and like, tying them to a bed and, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Rest in peace, Jessica. Uh, like uh, using fentanyl and whatnot to, you know, in people's chocolates. Like she's yeah. not exactly the most perfect person. However, um, however, there is something about them where with every single character, I think that you can find something to empathize with or something that you feel about the character mm. that, that draws you to them, um, which I love. And I think that is so rare. It, like... It's, there are things about Yellow Jackets that I feel like aren't rare that you can see now, but there, but having all those mm. things together yeah. feels rare. Having an older yeah. women cast feels, yeah. rare, feels rare to also have them be so flawed, to also have them have younger counterparts, also have it be like, you know, a team environment yeah. and sport involved in the whole thing. And then also having queer characters, mm. like all of that together doesn't feel like it's happening yeah. all the time so it's it's a real gem of a show mm-hmm. and um massive kudos to like the writers for 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 creating that for for wanting to do that to make it so yeah so special um because you know I, I will go back to like it's not like this show is flawless it's not like i'm sitting here saying that you know um i love every single mm-hmm. element about it because we've had our issues like we will Alyssa and i you know, we're both writers uh, ourselves, so sometimes we just naturally will look at things and we'll be like, sometimes, oh, I didn't really like that, didn't really like that. Don't think that part was for me. However, um, I think ultimately, like, overall, it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel like some other show that we covered, uh, Killing Eve Season 4, where, you know, <laughs> something is, like, nosediving or something doesn't quite, you know, make sense for the characters it feels like what is happening is in line with characters and their storylines make sense yeah um you know uh the only thing i will say about and we'll we'll actually jump into conversation now and i think this is a good place to start because i think the like the only thing that both you and i went absolutely ballistic about and this was season one episode 10 (laughs) was when jackie was left out in the snow um yeah rip snacky Snacky. I will say, poor, yeah, poor Snacky. But I will say with Jackie when she was left out in the snow in, in that first season, I yeah. was enraged, right? And I was so upset because I felt like, you know, I, I think also I was like, why would you do that to your friend? Like, I was really, really mad at Shauna. And like, but I, I think despite me feeling like it was such a dumb thing for Shauna to do and for the group to do to just forget about her, I'm like, why would they do that? In the context of the show, in the context of like, you know, um, uh, the fact that they're in this weird wilderness, that there's weird shit going on and all of that, mm. I can make like excuses for why certain things happen that are a bit strange, you know, or like Absolutely. why they decisions that are really kind of fucked up. Like you're just kind of like, uh, yeah, well, definitely. I guess, like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, if, and I feel like when I do get mad at the show, I'm not mad because it's like written poorly or it's stupid in like, I'm mad because mm. I like a character and they're gone. So like I, with Jackie, I actually yeah, really definitely. liked Jackie as a character um so i was quite sad that she just was was killed off like <laughs> i was like no keep her yeah, around please and yeah. we did have her in the form of a frozen corpse and you know her ghost uh <laughs> <so>. <laughs> which was actually quality you know so let's jump into season two you go ahead i've been talking now for like a thousand years so you tell me mm-hmm. season two we start off in winter what's your first impressions of season two 
what and how do you feel it's kind of gone from episode one to three which is what we're covering yes. today episode one to three because that's where we're at right now kind of like loosely yes well first of all i just want to go back and just talk about jackie for a second. oh yeah go ahead um, and and it sort of does it sort of does come into the season two chat that we'll be talking about in a second but like yeah i think that some of the reasons I like the show is because I think it's quite realistic for teenagers because I certainly remember being 16 or 17 years old and your friends mm-hmm. are your life, right? Like you are like, you know, you're hanging out with them at school. You see them all day at school. You have your subjects with them. Then you often go home and like hang out with them or like go to their place and you hang out with them. You know, their moms and stuff. And then later on you might be like talking on MSN Messenger or something like that. And your friends really are your life in that age. And like and I think by that same token, your friends are your life. And then when you have those big fights at that age, they do feel very like mm-hmm. earth shattering. Like I remember sometimes like I've had fights with my friend and I've like gone into like a period of mourning and be like, I'm never talking to you ever again. <laughs> and obviously, like now that I'm 33, I'm just like Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like when I was watching that scene, that fight between Shauna and Jackie, I was thinking, and this is like, you know, this is like a big betrayal. Like, you know, I I definitely never had like a fight like that with my best friend at the time. And obviously because (laughs) I would never sleep with my best friend's boyfriend. Um, But Shauna is obviously a deeply flawed character and deeply flawed teenager. Um, but that is a massive betrayal. And so, and Jackie, obviously, I think is the humanity of the group. And at that stage, she's captain, I think, of the team. And she's very, um, you know, she keeps the girls united. And I feel like her death is obviously, you know, it's the end of season one, because that's when we know when we're going into like Mm. a hectic season two. Um, but yeah, I, I, I personally like, as much as I hated that moment, and it's good that they, that a show has these moments that just makes you hate characters for what they've done because it means that you feel something. Um, but I, yeah, I personally loved that because it's it's Shauna becomes egged on mm. by the rest of the group, and Jackie's so mad, and Jackie's like, "Fine, like I'm gonna," and you know, at no stage does Jackie ever, you know, eat humble pie and mm-hmm. walk back in and just because I I feel like if she had she was just so mad. Like, they were both fuming. Like, I have a feeling if she'd just gone back in in the middle of the night, yeah, no one would have batted an yeah. eyelid because, you know, they understand yeah. the stakes. But I guess, obviously, she fell asleep and, um, you know, it's different. Obviously, it snowed overnight and she didn't have the opportunity to get back up and mm. go back inside and rip uh, recipes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, the other thing that I was going to say is that now I've been talking for bloody ages is that um, – I really liked how in that scene between Jackie and Shauna, before we found out Jackie died, Shauna like imagines Jackie coming back into the house. And it's like that moment of like, you know, we, the viewer are like, oh, great. Like, you know, um, Jackie came back in, like they've, they've made up and Shauna's telling Jackie to come back Mm. in the house is great. And then obviously we find out it's not true and she's obviously dead. But and then I, re- I I liked how in the latest episode you kind of have this similar thing with Coach Ben, who's like he's kind of similar similarly having like a, a thought of what might have happened, yeah. happened like had he not got on the plane and like had he just stayed mm-hmm. with his boyfriend, and I think like that's what we do in life, right? Like whenever things don't go our way, 
we think to ourselves like I just wish it had gone this way or I wish I'd just you know I wish I'd just call my friend mm. back in the house like and life isn't like that you kind of I, I think I like that part of the show that you kind of have to sit with those consequences I agree I agree anyway that's enough of that <laughs> no 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 I think that's a really good point it's it is a show it is a show that that makes you sit with the consequences of a character's actions which is cool like and I don't think it does it in a way that makes you feel um bad for supporting them or bad for liking them it does it in a way where you're like yeah, like I said you have empathy mm. at the end of the day you know as much as like I, I that that ending made me so upset with Shauna um you know you are right like you know there was a stubbornness there also from Jackie but also on top of that I was going to say how I thought that it, despite the you know the the characters always having consequences that you never yeah you never feel like the show is actively trying to make you like go aha see like you know you're no. you're wrong feeling this way or you're stupid no. or whatever like there's an element to the show where you feel like things happen and you don't feel like it catches you out or or it, it doesn't make sense like you know what I mean it has like a certain trajectory that yeah. feels like okay I'm on this train with you like I'm there with you like it, despite what happens like I said you know even with the thing that happened at the end with Jackie in season one where she dies like it's devastating but there is that part where like even when when that dream sequence is happening like there's this there's a there's a real like emotion to it because you can see the closeness that they have that Shauna would be dreaming that but also I I, I wonder if it was I mean I, don't, I haven't really read too much about what the showrunner said about that scene but I also wonder if that was a shared experience with Jackie like Jackie was dreaming that too and they were dreaming it at the same time because yeah, it just it feels like they had that yeah. closeness and that love to be able to kind of connect in that way yeah um because I remember when I first saw mm. it like I thought Jackie was was dreaming that but then Shauna wakes up and I'm like that's such an interesting because it's Jackie's being spoken to like with by um Laura mm. Lee who's like you know it's not as bad as you thought it was is it you know so there's yeah, this true. interesting yeah. uh, mix where Sean is the one that wakes up and you're like oh like that's really interesting so I I and it's yeah it's happening yeah so I've always thought yeah. that was really well done despite me not enjoying Jackie's death <laughs> um uh yeah, yeah but yeah. anyway so let's move on to season two like with yes. you know the, the they're coming yes. into winter obviously there's real desperate times um yeah. you know you've got Absolutely. like Taisa starting to feel in her current state um in you know the 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 real the the, the t- time what time is it set in uh the is it 2020 let's just say the current time period I think it's yeah. 2021. We'll say, we'll say yeah, I think it's 2021. Period. You got yeah. Tace in the current time period, who's like you know, uh, just beheaded biscuit and um, you know sacrifices poor dog. <laughs> uh, you've got you've got um, Shauna, who obviously had her steamy love affair with uh, Adam and then uh, stabbed him and is trying to hide the body. You've got um, Misty, who is obviously just trying her bloody best. Living trying her, her bloody life. best to like yeah. protect everybody um bless yeah, her does... bless misty she just tries to keep like looking out for the gang and they all don't she care does. She... <laughs> oh my In god crazy I, love way. Um, I just love it uh and you've got like obviously um 
uh, Nat, who uh, has been taken by um, Lottie's cult that we find out, you know, with, with so, so I yes. think that, or wellness cult, uh, yeah. retreat, whatever it's called. Um, and you've got <laughs> Lottie, obviously, that jumps in uh, in episode one. Now, interestingly, like, I feel, I feel like, you know, going, we'll, we'll go back to the, to the um, winter wilderness for a minute. Um, you know, obviously you have Shauna who is yep. talking to Jackie's frozen corpse. I, I, oh. you know, I yeah, lost, you it. lost it. I thought it was so funny. I was so fucking funny. Yeah. And like, obviously like there is like a lot of meaning behind it. And it's like really like, oh my God, she can't let go. I'm just laughing because she's talking to a frozen fucking corpse, right? And I'm like, and her ears falling off and it's like, you know, it's just, Oh my god, Francis! I tell you, the way I jumped because at first, like, I knew yeah. Jackie was dead. I knew Jackie was dead, but like, she was looking like peachy. She was like having a conversation with Shauna, and I was just like, "What?" I knew, I knew they were going to do the switcheroo, but I still jumped when like they fucking cut to her and she was just <laughs> a corpse, a frozen corpse, just chilling. I was like, "Oh my, oh my god. god, this next level insane!" But like, it is. Like, it is – the other thing I like about this show is how they do – like, everything is born out of the trauma mm. that they're going through. And so, and so, yeah, like, going back to what I said before, and obviously, like, we know, like, how friendships are just everything when you're that age. Like, it's it's not out of line, I think, for, for someone to – I mean, obviously, no one's going to get that <laughs> – get that opportunity to sit with your best friend's yeah. corpse for two months um frozen corpse but like you know they're they're things are real weird at the moment and you can tell that the girls like the rest of the girls who are who are just like man shauna's just off the deep end she's just she's just in with snacky i mean sorry jackie was still jackie at that point she's in with jackie and and she's you know she's just spending a lot of time out there what are they doing (laughs) and then um yeah i think also you know shauna is processing things also like you know I, I gotta be honest, like, if we were out there and you had something happen and you were a frozen corpse or I was a frozen corpse, I just don't, I don't feel like we'd be able to let go. Like, I, no. I'd be like, Alyssa, ready to pot? Are you ready to pot? And, like, and I'd like, move your mouth. And get you to I'd be like, yeah. But like, legitimately, it, it does feel like it's, it's understandable. And like, you know, when you have someone that you're very close yeah. to that you've known forever. And teenagers are totally. weird. Like, they yeah. are. Let's be real. So, They're like, totally okay, weird. here's the other thing. Just just standing on, like, the anyway. Shauna thing when the ear falls off and she eats yes. it at the end, right? Like, I was really, yeah, like, when damn. she... I, I was not surprised that she ate it, right? But there was also a part of me where I thought, stupid me, that, like, the show was going to take some time before they really got to, like, the actual, like, I'm going to eat a body. Yeah. Stupid me, right? Because obviously by the end of episode two, they had oh Snacky as a feast. Um, I, I, <laughs> a feast. Like, a feast. We, we went on the group chat, uh, having a chat, and you and I, like, I, no, when I said through the thing that made me laugh. We should shout out one of our uh, OG Yash. listeners. Yeah, we're on Yash. the, we're on the, we're on the yeah. group chat with Yatch. We've got a group chat, and, uh, yeah. And he, when we were talking about the the body that had, you know, been roasted and then cooled, <laughs> and they were like, they wake up like, so cool. what's that smell? Right, And then they, they make their way out of the, the cabin in the woods, whatever it is. They w- step outside, and I 
again. I'm sorry, I can't help it. I thought it was so fucking funny that it was, I think it was Shauna who said it. She wants us to. And I was like, oh my God. No, Lottie says that. Oh, was it Lottie? Okay. Well, I think Lottie says that. Lottie does her weird, like mystical, like she wants, she wants it. If it was, if it was Lottie, that's even more hilarious. But the fact that it was like, she wants us yeah. to. I was like, oh my God. Uh, it, I, I, I was laughing. Yeah. Um, but then I wasn't laughing. I felt sick afterwards. I sent you a voice clip. Don't you remember? I sent you a voice oh clip God. and I'm like, Alyssa, I now was about to go have some wheat bix I was getting some wheat bix and almond milk. I was like, yeah, I need some wheat bix um, cause, and yes, no, almond milk. I have almond milk, not because I'm prissy. I have almond milk because I can't tolerate milk at night. Okay. Just putting it out there. Um, so I was getting some, <laughs> some wheat bix and like for a snack. And I was just like, I can't eat right now. Like it really kind of put me off. Should we, should we, do people know what wheat bix is or do we need to explain this as Australians? Or do uh, people know? It's look it up. Okay. It's yeah. A, just Google it. It's like a, it's like a crispy, it's a crispy like breakfast biscuit. Soggy. <laughs> Breakfast in in in, yes. in milk. it's like yes. it's very anyway it's like a flaky. It's oh my gosh! Especially because I ate the gluten yeah. free. I could not have been eating like if I was watching that at dinner time, and I that would have put me off my food. Like that it was, was disgusting. Truly a test. I sent you a video of me staring yeah. a thousand yards stare. Like it was not. And oh, you sent yeah. you sent like an array of voice clips. It was really <laughs> just like an, a moment. Yeah. It was a moment for us. But yeah, I think like, you know, going yeah. into winter, it does make sense as that desperation. But I was quite surprised that they went straight into the cannibalism, like immediately without like, you know, I thought that yeah. appetizer of the ear, it would kind of go, you know, maybe another tease in a few episodes time. But no, it was straight in there. She yeah. was, she was a roasted, yeah. you know, mm. uh, a body to be eaten. Poor roasted barbecue yes. Jackie. And like... I, I when that moment when like they all woke up because obviously there was like there's I mean look we don't know if this show's going supernatural or not it looks like it could be supernatural but also looks like a lot of this stuff is yeah. trauma based so either or basically I feel like whatever viewer is watching mm-hmm. this will get a different thing out of everything that happened but there definitely seemed to be something weird happening when um nat and travis were having sex and like lottie like travis is like having visions of lottie and then like as that was happening that's when the 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 snow seems to drop down onto jackie's um cooking corpse and uh you know uh slow the burn so that it would be a delicious (laughs) delicious feast (laughs) but um yeah, like that moment when they all woke up. Because I was just like, what? Like, why? Are they, what are they saying? What is that smell? I was like, why are they? Like, I couldn't figure out in my head. I was like, what are they? Like, what are they smelling? And in my head, I was trying to like, you know. And then I, I just can't imagine like if you were starving and like you had like you were living on like they showed in the previous episode that they were living on like little strips of meat and like whatever was left over from the mm-hmm. bear they killed or whatever. Um, and I can't imagine, like, because presumably I don't want to try human meat ever, <laughs> but presumably it might have a similar taste to like, or to similar smell as like what a, a really nice cooked chicken might <laughs> smell like, or like <laughs> a nice lamb or something. And so I just, that, yeah, that just, that sent me like, just that, 
what that smell yeah. must have been Yeah, well, like. especially because um, they're starving. Because she'd been frozen, so technically, like, it wouldn't have been... I don't think it would have been a bad smell. It probably would have been, like, a, a yeah. barbecue smell or something. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Um, yeah, I think um, I was going to say as well, like, I, I think that if you if you take into account, like, you know, the desperation that they have, it's not completely out of the realm of yeah, possibility yeah. that you would be very... You know, but okay, coming off that, obviously, we'll go into episode. Well, I just want to jump into speaking about Lottie for a second here because I'm interested to hear your thoughts. We haven't spoken mm-hmm. too much about Lottie outside of right now, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Lottie's an interesting character mm-hmm. to me, and like, I just want to shout out obviously, uh, Van and Lottie's uh, younger counterparts are played by Australian actresses. Uh, so, uh, big clap yeah. to you. Um, but I was going to say uh, cut, that, cut. you know, Lottie is a really interesting character to me because I feel like, I think, I I feel like it's it's turned on its head a little bit for me because the first season mm. I had, like, you know, I have a bit of an aversion to, like, the whole cult mentality thing and, like, I get, like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously most people would, but I just get really, like, it's easy for me to villainize those people really quickly and it's interesting how in this season seeing older Lottie and seeing that the trauma that she's carrying I do I am feeling like I have a lot of empathy for her and like because I feel like she's quite she's traumatized you know like even like as we saw with the last episode episode three Mm -hmm. where she pulls out the 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 honey and you see that she's seeing blood and she's hearing the French where it's like Mm. talking about the blood um it's like yes, to me yeah. I'm like this woman has been like you know I think we spoke about this before where it's not necessarily her but it could be that she's being used as a vessel or whatever it is but this girl is so mm. this woman is so traumatized by something that's happened in that more spiritual yeah. sense or whatever it is or whether it's psychological or whatever it is um and I really find it interesting that the show has given me reason to feel that way like I I almost feel like Lottie Mm -hmm. isn't just she's not a villain to me like she's just kind of like oh like something's happened there she's obviously made many stumbles and probably stumbles that are like really fucking dangerous you know but like seeing her in the present has kind of given me a new perspective about her in the past as well yeah yeah I agree and I think and that's another thing I like about the show I like that you know, there's not really one character that I'm like, this character is wholly a bad character. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, like, yeah, like, Lottie definitely, like, is kind of going down this path. But the show does really a, a good job of explaining that because obviously in season one, we see that Lottie as a kid, like, had this mm. vision and then, you know, she potentially stopped an accident. And it's one of those things where it's like, is it a vision or is it like um, psychosis or something like that? Like no one knows. And so, and that's like another, I guess, subject altogether. But it's definitely showing that she has a vision. Immediately her parents are afraid of that and they put her on, um, I don't, they, def- they definitely did show us the um, mm. medication, but she's obviously put on like antipsychotics mm. or something like that. And then obviously as the plane crashes, you just, you see Lottie like open her makeup bag and she's got like a handful of tablets left and, you know, and so it is, it's really interesting because it makes you think like, is Lottie, you know, descending down a dark 
path because of her mental illness or or is the show pointing that she had something there as a child which obviously she did and she's like now feeding into that now that she's in the forest and and it is a supernatural type thing um or is it just like you know all of these teenagers have been through something terrible like a plane crash and then watching all you know your your friends die in awful ways um and because like everything lottie does like you know so that i mean doom coming is a bit like its own separate standalone Mm. thing but i do feel like you know a lot of the time like they seem to be yeah they seem to be like they spill blood and they get rewarded Mm. for it like and so i feel like if i was in in the mystical (laughs) in the wilderness you know it would definitely foster that type of you know oh like ritualistic like this all these weird things are happening and why and this is okay this is what i have to do yeah and i think also when you're in that place of desperation it's all understandable uh, that you yeah. would you yeah. would resort to all types of things like you know i i think it's also interesting because i i think because we like as humans um understand that uh survival is survival will like you, you know we have the whole like fight yeah. or flight like situation uh, we we as humans yeah. like we can like dig into another part of ourselves when we're trying to survive and it does make sense that they yeah. would be doing things that are not quite like not understandable to my brain when i've got like you know food that i'm able to go eat and yes. able to sleep in a warm bed and able to you know live in a house mm-hmm. and not worry about like starving to death or like someone being killed or like you know yeah. Uh, hearing weird noises or finding a dead corpse upstairs or like you know whatever it is like there's a whole different scenario there so like you're kind of understanding why in that place of survival mentality that they're all you know and they're starving you know and like you know a whole lot of it is you know there, there is that element of it where um you know your memories and your mind and all of that get affected by not eating you know and not sleeping well and all of those things all together so i think yeah like i said there is an element of looking at it and going shit like they've gone through so much you know and also i think just that the show does a good job in in you know kind of looking at pdsd and the different ways that people deal with pdsd um in the present you know it's good to see that uh kind of explored but yeah i do think with lottie for the most part like i'm just interested to see her her story unfold yeah her story is going to be yeah i'm i'm pretty intrigued by lottie um but let's jump over to another character yeah um real quick because uh i think i just want to talk about nat for a minute because i was just uh thinking because she's like you know connected to the lottie storyline right now um i love nat and I love younger Nat. Um, yeah, I think same. Sophie Thatcher is just fantastic. Like, I really enjoy watching her. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel for her. Yep. I think that she's got this beautiful um, heart. Like, you know, I think she's got a really beautiful heart. It's just, yeah, and does. I feel like when she, as much as she has that, like, um, a bit of, like, a rough, like, uh, uh, exterior and, like, a little bit, like, you know, you would look at her and think that, like, almost that like she almost puts up that wall just by existing like she's kind of just like you feel like she has that wall up um 
you know, she does have a really, a really warm heart. And you can see by the way she treats the girls and the way that she treats Travis. And, and, uh, you know, I'm talking about younger Nat, but also older Nat as well. Like, you know, there is that heart that's still there, even if it's become a little bit more guarded it, you know she still has those part that mm-hmm. part about her that's quite she's got that softness to her um i'm gonna say with young and i'd honestly yeah just quickly i was just gonna say like i honestly feel like older nat is really the only one who's like grounded in any sense of reality i agree like I even agree. though she's yeah. like she's obviously like spent a lot of time not being sober and now she is sober she's obviously gone through a lot of shit but i just feel like older Nat like she's the only one facing yeah yeah one of my favorite moments was when older Nat said in the car to Shauna like you know we're all fucked up I'm just I'm just open about it you know and I'm just like good you know and and that Mm. and I think the show needs that character because you do have people like Thaisa and um uh, Shauna and Misty as much as I love Misty they do put on a front you know they put on a front <laughs> that they're just like working mm. through things and whatever they don't acknowledge wholeheartedly that they've got these issues whereas Nat basically has everything out there like she's kind of like I'm like this is what's happened to Travis this is how I feel this is you know like she may not be like breaking down and crying in front of everybody but you don't you don't ever feel like you're questioning how she feels like you know how she feels um and you know that she's struggling you know and it's it i i really liked when she said that because i'm like that's really that's what shauna needed to hear at the time you know um and i think Mm -hmm. with younger nat what's really interesting to me in the wilderness is that i definitely feel like this season she is going to go on a bit of an arc where she's going to make some pretty big mistakes you know like obviously she has cut her own Mm. leg to make it look like you know uh, Harvey is dead Mm. um, which obviously is going to come bite her in the arse come back to bite her in the arse yeah Um, definitely and I think that you know having something like that bite her in the arse is is probably like going to be really interesting for the character but it also makes me a bit nervous for her I'm a bit bit nervous for the type of season she's going to have because I really do love the character and I don't like seeing her in pain you know like I I I feel Mm. for her like I, I think as much as I say Misty is my favourite, the character that I actually feel the most for is Nat. Like, I just I just have, like, a, a yeah. I can't help it. I look at her and I I feel like I, I want her to be okay. I want her to be protected, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. So I think yeah. that, uh, you know, I, I think just, yeah, ultimately just great performances by Juliette Lewis and, and Sophie Thatcher. And I think, bloody hell, Absolutely. they're so similar. Like, their voices, like, you know, everything yeah, is just they their mannerisms, the way that they say things. And I know that they've obviously studied, as you've said, how mm-hmm. to kind of get in line with those mannerisms and the way of talking and their, their incantations when they speak and, and whatever. Not incantations, sorry, inflections. I'm talking about bloody incantations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she's saying <laughs> magical spells. Um, sorry. Um, There's definitely some, like, weird, like, French incantations yeah, being said by but, Lottie at some stage but I in think, this show. I, you know, I just, I really <laughs> love that, that character. Um, and, and I'm interested, you know, obviously mm. in the last episode we saw her with Lottie's cult, um, uh, how she reacted yeah. to Lottie and, like, you know, when someone's apologised to yeah. her and about, you know, because she stabbed them in the hand and whatnot. Um uh, yeah. I forgot her name. Sorry, the, <laughs> yeah, the young, uh, the young. I think it's Lisa. Lisa? Okay. Lisa. Yeah, and and you know, it's an interesting situation there. Um, but yeah, w- once yeah. we're done with Nat, though, I'm going to move on to a really important part. Just remind me to mention it when we're going on to the next okay. part. I'll say, I'll say, 
really important part and you'll know <laughs> um no i was just gonna say with matt yeah she very much feels like the voice mm-hmm. of reason and so i'm interested if yeah like because when she did that thing for travis which it was for travis she ripped off she found a piece of harvey's clothes and she cut her mm-hmm. her leg and put some blood on it and uh, strategically placed yes. it <laughs> Mm-hmm. in the woods <laughs> and Travis and Matt then ran into it um, and then figured out that that was Harvey um, yeah that's going to come back and like um, I, I I mean when she did that I was literally just like you are stupid mm. like there are so many ways this could come back yeah. and bite you um, but you know she's, she's operating from a place of you know she can see how Travis is and um, Travis you know, just obviously isn't coping because he knows, as anyone would be, you know, you know, your little brother's out there and mm. you can't find him. Um, and so, in her in her head, she's thinking, "This is what I need to do to help Travis and help him move on." Um, but yes, obviously, um, that is yeah, it's is definitely coming back in some way or another. And it does also speak to the complicated relationship that Nat mm. has with Lottie and very fractured relationship because obviously Lottie's like Lottie also has a connection mm. with Travis we that's that's proven and we've seen that both in the past and in the, the present timelines and where but Nat Nat and Travis have been very like um I guess entwined in in their character growth like like had a had some type of relationship and you know Natalie's always said that like Travis was the one person that got her and vice versa. And they show that in the past mm. as well. So I'm very interested in finding out, like I, I presume we'll find out the real truth of what happened to Travis. And um, I suspect Lottie's not being a hundred percent true. Strongly suspect that. With the button that malfunctioned. Yeah. In that exact moment. Oh, and, and that creepy moment when she saw Laura Lee and like, it was like Laura Lee's face, like was like the grudge. I was like, oh. That actually took you know me what? back to my sixteen-year-old yeah. self, and yeah, that was really scary. It was it was so funny to me because I knew that moment was going to rock you. I was like, "That is that moment, Alyssa's going to scream!" Like, and I know, like, I wasn't in the room; I had no idea. But I'm like, Alyssa's going to scream at that part. That was that was because that was the first time I felt like the show went like proper horror, even though everything is a yeah. bit bit horror esque i guess it was um, it was very light but yeah that was the and i think that's like you know um you know like we were talking about before with the death of jackie at the end of season one and, and opening to season two to winter mm. and they're starving like this is you can tell this season is gonna get dark and it already is dark but you can tell like they're they're not afraid to yeah they're not afraid to have the girls eat from a dead mm-hmm. character um in the second episode and like I mean, to me, that just says the absolute chaos that we're going to um, get the rest of this season. I have a feeling, I mean, this is obviously jumping ahead, but I have a feeling that we're going to end with the birth of Shauna's baby. Or maybe it will happen mm. sooner than that. I'm not sure. But anyway, yes, on to back onto your, I think that's everything that I wanted to say about Nat. So um, on to your very important point. Oh, very important yes. point. Well, my very important point is leading into our conversation of the best character on the show, Misty Quigley. And my very oh, important point, yes, my yes, very important point comes off of Nat being taken uh, by uh, the cult because yes. Misty thinks that Natalie is her best friend. And I 
love it. Like I, <laughs> when she was like, you know, going up to, you know, interrogating the uh, the the person who's in charge of the rooms um, on the in the first episode, and she was just like talking about her as her best yes. friend. Yes, oh, that was and, great. You know, Misty obviously is quite delusional in that respect. However. I just feel like I am all for it. I love it. I, you know, I, I was I was talking to a friend yeah. of mine and I was like, oh my God, Misty's loyalty. And then she like corrected it with the star and wrote delusion. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but listen, hear me out, hear me out. She is just such a loyal person that I feel like it, she, she, like, she took, she like fucking snorted cocaine for Nat, like, and didn't know if it was going to kill her. Like, I'm that. Just, I was I, I was just about to say that that scene when like yeah she's trying she's she snorts the cocaine and then like there's a they have like yeah. a little scruffle over the bag and the rest of it like explodes like poof into the air. It's like don't 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 breathe it. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, but that that is I'm sorry as much as she that was just that was OG like ride or die behavior. Um, I love her. But, yeah. Yeah. And and ultimately like. The reason that she kidnapped... Sorry to interrupt you, Francis. Uh, the reason that she kidnapped Jessica Robert, she thinks her friends are yeah. being threatened. And, she, you know, that's her protective instinct. Like, if you've got Misty on your side, ain't nothing yeah, going to happen to I you. Just, I love it. I think, I think she's, you know, the way that she handled the body at the end of season one, where she's like, I'll take care of the rest. And I'm just like, well, look at you go. Look yes. at you go. Citizen detective, yes. Oh, citizen detective number one. I think also with her um, current arc, like I really, I I just love her because I think this whole dynamic she has with Walter is really quite interesting as well. Like, you know, where they're like yeah. citizen yeah. detective situation happening there. Um, as much as like, I will say this, I love Elijah Wood. I'm so happy to have him on the show. Love it. I do want to see Misty back with the girls ASAP um, because I love watching her dynamic with the girls. But having Walter there is an interesting dynamic. And that that scene with Walter interrogating uh, Randy and Misty yeah, that in that, great. Yeah. the way that she, I, I mean, I was laughing the whole time, basically, like when she was demanding uh, Walter to hit yeah. her, um, that I loved it because she said it right after he said, oh, wasn't she on drugs or something? And she's like, hit him, hit him right now. And I was like, yes. She got pissed oh. off. She's like, how dare you say that about my best friend? How dare you? Yeah. And I love it. Like, you know, I only noticed this on the rewatch, but basically in that scene, like it, it made me laugh how like, um, yeah, Randy's like saying that stuff about Natalie and Misty, Misty's like on the phone. She's like, hit him, hit him. But like at the same time, she's also going through Walter's medicine cabinet. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. I was like, man, Misty, oh, never change, please. Like, wow, because, what a multitasker. And, and I really like that potentially they've introduced a character. I know we haven't seen much of him, but I really like that, you know, they are kind of going to be their, their own mm-hmm. worst enemies. And you just know that like, I don't think it's going to be a romantic pairing. It might be, but um, I, that's not the vibe I really got. I really got the fact that, that they're going to be like, um, they're, they're both going to be um, like a, a, what's the word? Like a, almost like a yeah. foe for each other. Like I, I feel like, um, you know, he he's maybe, maybe going to know a bit about Adam and, and he's going to maybe 
you know, cause some trouble with the group with Adam. Yeah, he's a, he's a roadblock, essentially. He's, like, something to, to mm. give her, like, because she can't just make everything work all the time. There has to be people that come up against her, yeah. you know, because as much as she's brilliant, mm-hmm. like, you know. And obviously they had a conversation about, she, he was like, oh, like, you know, why do you keep downvoting mm-hmm. me? And she, <laughs> Which I just love, like, the, the, the Reddit stuff. Why do you keep downvoting me? And she's just like, oh, like, you know, I know Adam's mother. <laughs> Um, I just feel like that's also going to come back to bite her. Yeah. So I, I think that's what I like. I feel like there's there's a lot of details in this show that nothing's really put out there that doesn't come back in some mm. way or another later down the track. So, yeah. um, yes, but Misty is a great character. And, yes, Christina Ricci plays her beautifully. Yeah, excellent. And is literally the only person that could have played I, Misty, I also I think feel. I also think Misty's um, Steel Mon- Magnolia's uh, speech in the thing yes. was fantastic. I just, the whole, it I was. just think that whole episode was like a Misty, like if you're a Misty fan, that episode was just top 10 out of that 10. That was hers, hers um, to shine. Loved it. I, but I also wanted to say and as well with with the whole um, uh, situation that happened with uh, Walter and Randy um, that I think what you were saying was true that it's like I, I'm not I'm not particularly getting a romantic vibe from them either um, but I also I, I wouldn't mind if they I wouldn't mind if they're not foes and they have a bit of a platonic friendship. I don't really want to see a romance between them just because, just because, this is just me saying just because, I have a, a, and a bit of an, like, I get kind of frustrated sometimes that whenever a man is in the picture that it always has to be romantic. I would rather it be sometimes, like, if there is a man around that it's just, like, mm. it's a platonic relationship or they just kind of have, like, they work alongside each other or something because if you look at every other male in the show, they're basically romantically involved with someone. And I think it would be mm. interesting to just have a bit of a, like, a strange, like, citizen detective person who is coming up against Misty yeah. and they're just, like on opposite ends but you know they they respect each other i think that would be an interesting dynamic but you know let's see what the show does if i yeah i would agree with that but then they definitely had misty notice his calves oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) his calves last episode um yeah so we'll see like it it might be they probably look they're probably going to make it romantic like probably but i but i'm just saying me personally like this is just me in general i'm like this with every show i do get a bit tired of seeing every time a man shows up that it ends up being some type of yeah um i and we do have like you know obviously jeff and shauna who are married and we have um uh, uh what's his name i've forgotten his name What's his name? The dude that's... that's the, What's his name? The only one I can think of is Randy. I know you're not talking about Randy. No, no what's his name? The fucking... The Travis. dude in the... Travis, that's it. Oh, Travis, Travis, Travis is romantically yeah. linked with with, uh, with Nat, you know, and has, like, yeah. a weird thing with Lottie right now as well. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I just feel like I, I'd, I'd be kind of... You know, and Coach Ben obviously has his relationship that he was thinking back to. So I just think... Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think it would be interesting to just kind of have a man in the show who is just, like, kind yeah. of there and existing yeah. without it needing to, existing. to end up... <laughs> needing to be involved in the story yeah, but that's just me that's just my personal preference yeah yeah that's i mean all. i have to th- i yeah. i feel like it's quite nice that we've had um the police officer kevin come back um oh, this yeah, season yeah, and he sure. he's not actually because obviously they um him and that had a thing last season and then they split slightly mm-hmm. amicably um 
but obviously he was like he, he could just see that there was a bit of a train wreck happening there and he had to you know he's got a kid he can't be at that station right now but he's back he's back in the show because he's he's investigating adam's murder and i'm really glad that that's happening because you know you I mean, you just can't. You just can't kill someone and just have no repercussions whatsoever. So, no, no, it's a, it's definitely a good thing to be bubbling in the background for sure. Yeah, yeah. and and there's some stuff that it's like, you know, I mean, I, I like that they put it in there, but like honestly, how how are they going? How are they getting away with that? Like, you know. Well, know. what a segue to start talking about Shauna. Uh, yes, we can yes. talk. Oh, what an interesting character Shauna is. Mm-hmm. Very, you can't nail down that character. Like, I feel like everyone else, I'm kind of like, yes, these are their motivations. Like, Shauna just seems like an extra level of fucked up to everyone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Her, her like, little monologue that she did while holding a gun. Yeah. She's like, I'm not shaking because I'm scared. She's like, you know, talking I to me. Know. Do you know what happens when you rip the skin from the- <laughs> It's like, oh, my God, you have to roll it. I'm like. Good grief. Can I just say? Good grief, woman. Like, oh, anyway, go on. I would love it if she had just said it like that in the show. (laughs) How you just said it just then. Like, rip the skin. You have to have to rip the skin. It's stuck. It's sticky or whatever she said. Sticky skin. And, and like, man, Melanie Linsky. Like, I really believed that. In that moment, I was like, uh-huh. man, I really believe that she knows that sensation. She knows that feeling. And she, I don't know, is it? She seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm just confused. I'm slightly confused. Well, you know what makes it fucking creepier? Is that she has this, like, sweet voice. And, like, when she says these things, you're like, oh, my yes. God. Yes. And she's, a little, like, she's a suburban mom. Yeah. Like, She's, you know, and, and that's why I really like Melanie Linsky's character because, like, she is such a, like, she's very non-threatening to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, likes she literally looks like half the mums that I've grown up with. For sure, but then she'll and go out and kill a rabbit in the backyard. Yeah. And you know, or she'll hold a gun and yeah, say, do you cool. know what it's like when you rip skin off a, you know, corpse? Yeah. It's and, like, oh, my like, God. <laughs> it is interesting because, I mean... I personally feel like Shauna has always been a bit darker because mm-hmm. obviously when we first meet her in season one, she's sleeping with Jeff and I, I don't know. I just don't think that, I mean, it's just not normal teenage behavior. I don't think sleeping with your best friend's boyfriend. And they obviously yeah. explained some of the, you know, some of the, um, you know, issues between her and Jackie and stuff. Just going off that. Cause we've spoken about this just briefly about how we think that, Jackie and Shauna have a very um, potentially could have gone another direction, could have been yes. a queer <gasps> relationship. Because let me just say something. Real Let's quick. talk about that for a second. The whole thing, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing that about her sleeping with Jeff to me always came across as you're Jackie's, so I want you to like I I don't mm-hmm. want Jackie to have something that I don't have because I. Like I want to be Jackie. I like like I I want yeah. to you know that's what it always felt like to me. Where it wasn't necessarily like I'm doing this because I want to you know cause like problems with my friend. Like it always felt like to me that she, um, as fucked up as it was, um, you know you like almost like her eating the ear. It's like I want to consume you. I want to be you. I want to like mm. you know. And, and that, and that really, they have such an intense relationship. Like, even just the fact that she kept her corpse alive and was talking to her, put makeup on it. 
<laughs> braided her hair. Ah! When she put the makeup on, I was like, uh-huh. I was pissing myself again. I can't help it. I think it's just so fucking funny. Like, as much as I have to say, up, I was laughing. Yeah. I was laughing. When when Thais first sees that, and she's, I think she's the one who like jumps in on Sean uh-huh. and Jackie, and she like exposes the whole tragic thing, whole tragic affair. Like her outrage is palpable, and it makes complete sense. Like I, I feel like a lot of the time Taysa is like, oh, thank fucking god she's here, and like mm. she is actually. And Natalie is very similar to that type of character as well. Yeah. But yeah, that was that's yeah. You're right. They um they really do show that there's this um very uh intense relationship between mm-hmm. her and Jackie, and um obviously the. Obviously. So when the first time I was saying, oh, have you finished what you wanted to say? No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. That, yeah, finished. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, the first time I watched it, like, I mean, you and I have joked about it that, like, you know, we, like, I just see lesbians everywhere. We both, <laughs> we're just like, you know, we watched Ted Lasso last week and we were like, oh my gosh. Like, we both messaged each other. And we were like, oh, there's a little something between Keely and um, Jack. Jack, the new character Jack, we were like, oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like you and I um, often pick up on things that shows mm-hmm. put out there and ultimately it didn't turn into that. But when you definitely watch it in that vein, like there is a lot of wistful glances happening between those two characters. Yeah. Like even like there's that time where they're on the beach and Jackie is not yeah. having a good time chatting to, I'm not sure who she was chatting to at the time, but and then like they kind of look at each other and then she pretends she's having a great time. And that is like a very teenage thing to do, but there's also elements to yeah. it where they do they do look at each other for extended periods of time. There's a lot of like obviously again, teenagers, they're touching each other and they do all that, mm. but but there is a I think there's just a bit of an edge there that was like, you know, a little bit more um but I think I mean it works because it makes so much sense. Like you have to have that closeness for Jackie's death to mean something like that significant to Shauna. Mm. But I think definitely that there was just that bit of an that, that, that little bit like extra there that could have gone a certain yeah. way. And I would not have been surprised if it did. Um, mm. Let's jump on. If you're finished about Sean, is there anything else you want to say before we move um, on to? Uh, I'm I'm interested to see where Shauna goes mm. um, because she yeah she's just obviously. I feel like, yeah, she's the one. And, I mean, obviously we don't know what happens to this baby, but for all intents and purposes, it appears to have not come out of the wilderness. So, yeah, it's very interesting um, to see because that would be deeply traumatic, um, you know, if, if you've given birth and either lost a baby or you have, I don't know, something else has happened and the baby's mm. died in some other way. Um, but it seems like no one seems to know about this baby. So, um yeah, very interesting to me. And Unless the baby to me is part of the secret that they're keeping in the wilderness. Yes, I, I'm be. not. I, I mean, it could be that the baby never made it out, or the baby is still alive somewhere there for some reason. Mm. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it really could go anyway, you know. But the baby's mm. going to be a big. There's going to be something attached to that 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 means a lot, like yeah. for the story. So I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and like. Definitely there in the last episode there was some interesting like Lottie, you know, they had that weird baby shower thing. <laughs> which I I thought that was a bit of a stupid plot line. Well, like I, I liked it, but I was just a bit like, Oh, I guess they just had to like, you know, the girls needed something to like perk them up a bit, so that's why they put it in there. And, yeah. you know, it was fine. But like, um, you know, when Lottie says something about like how um 
we need to welcome him. Mm. She says, like, we need to help welcome him. And Shauna goes, him? Like, you've always, re- like, yeah. as in, like, they've always referred to the baby as a girl. Yeah. And so, and then Lord- Lottie changes the subject really quickly. And it's like, what is him? Like, is him, is it like, is the baby a vessel for like some other be- benevolent, like, entirety or something? And that's maybe what's going to happen to the baby? Is it, is, is, is him? Is him the presence of the house, like, the haunted dude that was in the house and you know Lottie's meet like Lottie's phrase is double meaning um you know we should we welcome the the dark entity so that we last another so much time until we get rescued yeah. or is it is it just Lottie just thinks his boy <laughs> yeah I mean it's, it's um, interesting. I, yeah I like that multi-layered stuff yeah it, I mean I I feel like it could go any which way like I really don't mm. know and like we were saying before that we actually started recording this podcast like that um i was saying and just like as a heads up for this podcast we probably won't be too theory heavy we'll we'll, like throw out some things that we're thinking but we're not very Mm. like theory theory heavy podcasts we mostly just shoot the shit and talk um but i was gonna say like with that in particular that that is what that is one of the the parts of the story where i have thought quite deeply about like where i've kind of thought like there's there's going to be there's going to be some direction this takes and i feel like the baby is a will we'll kind of show mm. what direction the show is going in whether it is spiritual yeah. or whether it is like more grounded or whether it is psychological I, i'm not sure i don't know if mm. this show is like a combination of all three of them and that baby is two or if it's like going to set the show in a different direction who knows but um either way it's interesting to see so mm. looking forward to it um, let's Can I just say talk- one thing? Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, just if no one's listened to our previous podcast. This was a running joke of the previous podcast because Frances is amazing and she's so, like, you are always really good at, like, you know, um, weaving uh, or, like, uh, shepherding us in the right way on the podcast. Otherwise, we would just go completely off the rails. And then I always do this thing where I'm like, oh, but I forgot this one thing that I really need to say. And you're like, go ahead, go Wait, ahead, go ahead. Can I just say... Can I just say? And you know what, Alyssa? It's fine. I, you can just say it. I am all for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, go right ahead. No, say no, it. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, whatever happens with this baby. Because I feel like personally, yeah, like I said, I feel like Shauna's, I feel like the darkest. Like, she's really embraced, like, this really dark side of her, which <laughs> we'll get into in a second when we talk about Thaisa. I feel like personally something, like, awful's happened with this baby and um so then that would make sense to me um why that character seems so far gone mm-hmm. anyway that's all i wanted to say uh so should we jump on i feel like the last person to talk about is thaisa and thaisa, that's it, right? yeah we got thaisa we're, left yeah and we can kind yeah. of touch on van while we're there as well because she's oh, we'll going to be about making van as well. she's going to be making an appearance as older she van. is so exciting yeah. i'm so excited for that wow um, I think from what I've heard, that appearance is happening episode four. Because she is on her way to find her. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely show her in the preview. Um, Which I was a bit bummed to, like, see her because I was kind of like, I I feel like seeing Van is such a, like, holy shit, we didn't know if she survived. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, anyway, but, yeah. But, yeah, Thaisa, she's got a very interesting... Uh, arc at the moment in the in the respect that she mm. is kind of leaning into communicating with both sides of herself in whatever way they are herself because yes obviously like we did see in the last episode that that side of herself is not calling herself 
Aisa. Um, no. So that's really it's interesting. Some, it seems to be someone else, yeah. Yeah, um, and obviously she's following the, the dead no-eyes man. Um, I, I'm mm. not sure if they have a more particular name. I can't remember, but... I think it's, it's just called The Man With No Eyes. Okay, yeah. There's like an it, dead no-eyes man. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. there's, that's what I'm calling it. Um, and everyone else can follow. No, I'm joking. Uh, so basically, I think I think that at the moment, what I'm finding intriguing is just that element of like their relationship, her and Van's relationship, um with now that van has been exposed to following her out there and like seeing that they le- led to the mm. um that it led to the symbol um and also like i've always found it interesting and maybe you can touch on this a bit more as well and l- let me know what you think but like how the man with no eyes or dead man no eyes that's what i'm gonna call him dead man no eyes um uh has this almost like uh obviously Obviously, that man has existed since Thaisa was a baby, or like young, right, in that moment with mm. her grandmother where she's saying goodbye. Now, my question yep. is, is this like a Haunting a Hill House situation? Spoilers for Haunting a Hill House in case you haven't seen it. Just flip forward about 30 seconds. When Which now... is a great series. <laughs> Highly recommend. I bet very scary. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Where, where Nell has that moment where she's seeing the bent neck lady, which is an iteration of herself as a younger age. And then obviously when we hit episode five, she realizes oh, that that, that was, was her, right? And it's always a bit of a timey-wimey situation. Now, we, obviously it's different with Thaisa at the moment, but I just have this like, I'm wondering yeah. what that means in terms of time because she's having these visions out in the wilderness and it feels like it's connected to the wilderness. It doesn't feel like it's connected to when she no. was a child and her grandma had a connection with it. So it's almost like, I'm wondering if it was almost like a, like a, a weird timey wimey shit. Not that I'm saying that it's like they're tra- time traveling or whatever, but just a moment where like haunting a hill house, where there's something etched in your brain that actually wasn't from a specific moment but is almost foreshadowing or, or pre-telling you what may happen yeah. uh as a child like almost like a premonition mm. or something that's going on with her um what do you think about that what do you think about the the dead air, dead dead man no ice dead, dead man <laughs> no ice uh let's just call him steve <laughs> for the purposes of the podcast <laughs> what do you think about yeah, steve so- I don't know and I think that's why you know like I said before and we've said before like that's something that I really enjoy about this show that um like legitimately I have no idea who um Steve could be (laughs) um but my personal theory is that like she first sees that guy um when her grandmother is close to death Mm -hmm. and so she's her grandmother seems to be very spiritual. They seem to be quite a spiritual family. Mm-hmm. And um, in that moment where Tyus sees the, the dead man, no eyes guy, um, dead man, no eyes guy, <laughs> um, you know, it's like it's a moment where it's just come after, like her grandmother's just said, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to die. But, you know, it's, um, you know, death's nothing to be afraid of, blah, blah, blah. And then shortly thereafter, I don't know if it's in that same scene, but I think when her grandmother is then about to pass away, that's when Thaisa sees the guy. And so my theory is that it's just connected to Thaisa's emotional state. Like, mm. um, 
it's it's just connected to like when she is in periods of high stress or um yeah i i personally don't know if it's anything actually supernatural but it or like i guess overly spiritual but it does seem like um there is this other taisa have this other state of being and sammy sammy her son um obviously drew those pictures and you know called called the other taisa the bad one yeah and um the woman in the tree and then obviously we we didn't know who that was and then we found that found out that that was taisa mm. um quick question just just before i forget when you just sorry for interrupting um, when you were making mention of Thaisa being the one that saw it, her grandma also saw it though, right? Because her grandma was freaking out. True. Yeah. Her grandmother also yeah. saw it. Yeah, 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 you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So her gra- that, that changed the, um, yeah. So maybe it is, well, it probably is then. It like some type of, um, some type of presence or something. Cause like, yeah. I, there's just, I don't, I, I don't know what that means. Like I, it's a. Mm, Here's a question. Yeah. Based on that discussion, when do you think Ty split into these two personalities? Like, do you think that the man, dead man with no eyes, was like symbolizes when Taisa splits? Well, it's hard to and know. And connected it? because we it didn't. Is hard to know. We don't yeah. actually get to see her as a young child splitting, do we, into those two? No, like, I don't think we... We only no. see it in the wilderness, but it could have been happening prior and that may be a big reveal that happens down the track. But in my yeah. mind, because she didn't do it for a while before she was in the wilderness, because she wasn't, like, that wasn't yeah. a consistent thing she was doing. Um, you know, it's it's hard to know. Now you've got all these elements in this season where it's very clear, like, she... Um, it took a while for her to get there, but you know now, like who pooed in the bucket? Like you know who did the shit? And like it's <laughs> <laughs> who did the shit? <laughs> who did the shit? And like you know, it could have been Taisa. Um, so I know I feel like fucking idiot, right? Because I when when that when her kid showed up, when Sammy showed up, and he was like, "I want to spend time with you." I don't know what the hell was wrong with me that night. Like I, I'm gonna put it down to I was like I'd worked too hard that week or something. I don't know. I, no, I believed it too. I had no fucking clue that she was having a hallucination. It did not even occur to me. Like, and and all these people yeah. after the show were like, "It was so obvious," and I'm like, "Well, it wasn't to me. Like, I don't know what I was <laughs> doing. I'm not stupid, okay? I just had a moment where I was like, you know, where I don't think we're dumb, Alyssa. That's all I wanted to say. But I just no, no, no. That, I agree. I had no fucking clue. It did not occur to me. And then when it happened, like it, they did get me that, that 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 had happened. It was not obvious to me at all. And I think it's because yeah. I feel like I'm I'm with Thaisa when she's in a her normal mm. state of mind. Like I'm with her. I'm not I'm not the way that I kind of absorb Thaisa's story is that I I'm present with her in the moment. I'm not always thinking about her splitting off because I actually think Taisa has such a strong personality, like as just Taisa, because obviously she is um, uh, senator or whatever it is, mayor. What is she? State senator. Yeah, state senator. Um, Yes. And 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 she, you know, I feel like I'm paying attention to her in so many different ways that I'm not always thinking about those sides of her. So I think. What I'm finding really interesting at the moment is just figuring out what, like, where those things relate. And obviously, she's communicating with both sides now. I don't know if she's ever done that before in the past, but she is now where she's asking what what they want. Obviously, they want her to go see Van for whatever reason. 
And then that obviously yeah, because... means that Van is a big part of that story because I think from that moment forward where she was communicating with whatever that was that Taisa was doing, mm-hmm. um, yeah. there is some connection there between both mm-hmm. sides of Taisa and Van. So really interesting yeah. where they could go with that. Yeah, and I mean, it's also the first, like in the last episode, in episode three, was the first time we see that, sorry, well, we find out that Taisa didn't know that she was eating snacky, poor snacky. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ta- <laughs> when they had that conversation and Ty said, like, was I sleepwalking? I must have been sleepwalking. And Van was like, no, you were awake. Like, we had a conversation. Mm. And then uh, rather unhelpfully made me laugh, Van says, um, you, Taisa, you ate her face. <laughs> Once again, and I was just like, I no. laugh. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just because there are some yeah. fucking lines in this show that are so fucking funny to me. Like, I yeah, can't definitely. Deal. Um, some of those moments. Yeah, it was like Taisa, you ate her face. I was like, yeah. oh my god, Taisa, you ate her and face. The thing, like, yeah, you, I know you ate her face, but like, and so that's the obviously that's the reveal that you know. Um, Taisa was walking and talking normally, but obviously in this other... Because previously we'd seen that it had only come out when she'd fallen asleep. Mm. Um, you know, she, she'd she obviously fallen asleep and started sleepwalking. Mm. But now it seems to... And, it, and in the present timeline as well, like it seems to be happening... Like to me, it seems like it's connected to her sleep. Like, um, mm. you know, obviously in episode two, she's trying to keep herself awake because she doesn't want to go to sleep because she knows she's going to turn into the other character. And, like, she starts jumping back and forth in between selves is because she's so sleep-deprived. But, yeah, truly, that moment in episode two where she's driving her wife, yeah, she's driving Simone, and, like, man, the way that um, yeah. that – I can't remember the actress's name, but I will find it and I'll, I'll put it in here. Mm-hmm. The way that she played that, like, mm-hmm. that split-second change when Simone's like, you really need to seek help and the fuge state, the, the bad tie – is like fuck no and just within that second you see it totally change in her face yeah and that's the moment they have the car accident and it's just like man that is just masterful acting i thought that was so cool i know the what she, um, it's, she does this thing with her eyes that like mm. almost like they they almost feel like she's like sinking them back into her skull or something and she's like she's yeah. she, she does not that she's doing that but it almost feels like the disconnect can happen so quickly. That actress, I'm just going to look her up real quick because I actually want to say who she is yeah. because that's she, like she does a fantastic yeah. job. Tawny Cypress, but I think that she, yeah, she the, the way that she does that switch, yeah, she's amazing. That was th- that car moment. You could just you knew when she switched. It was one look, and I'm like, fucking it was, hell. it was. I was like, but it was like a two second oath. look. Yeah, I was like, fucking yeah. bloody oath. What a moment. Buddy oh. Yeah. Oh, that was um, a moment. And then, like, in episode three, when um, Simone's in hospital and, like, Ty is having that, like, weird little hallucination dream mm. thing. And then, like, when she wakes up, the nurse, like, wakes her up. And then she goes. And then there's, like, the symbol, like, the, the symbol of the... On the hand. Whatever it is. Yeah. On her hand. And this is the first time we also see, like, the two states communicate between themselves. Mm. And I just feel like... I mean, yeah, not to get into any theories or anything, but obviously they can communicate and, you know, the, the I don't know if it's the, the bad tie is the bad one is the right word, but she obviously, yeah, she wants fan and she's trying to get Ty's attention and mm. 
we're going to see what happens when Ty goes down that path next episode, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm so keen oh. to see older Van and, like, just see, you know, yeah. how, how it all pans out. But I think... Because that was, like, one mystery from... Yeah. Sorry, just sorry to interrupt. Like, it, it has been a mystery. Like, they, they seem so united in the wilderness and, mm-hmm. you know, they're a team. Like, you can obviously see they're starting to break away. Like, Van's starting to get very, like, behind Lottie and she's... You know, she's wearing, um, she's putting a lot of stock into what Letty's saying. And, um, you know, um, there is a little bit of a fracture happening there. But they seem very united, at least in the wilderness. Um, so, yeah, I was I was very interested to hear what happened to fans. So I think that would be cool to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I think I think the next episode, I'm, I I'm, am looking forward to this middle chunk of episodes because I think that there's going to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of meat, um, not just in the yes. cannibalistic thirst, <laughs> but also like just in no. terms of story. Um, I'm really looking forward to like the things that we find out. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long they said that they were going for five seasons. Is that correct? Um, mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think if they are going for five seasons, like you know, obviously there's gonna, we're not going to really finish the season with any answers of like what's going on. However, no. I do think that whatever does happen is going to be rich. And that we will um, we will finish the season with quite a bit of, you know, I I, I was listening to some cast interviews, um, and they were talking about how they were actually having a lot of nightmares um, while they were filming, oh. um, you know, this season. So I'm 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 assuming it's quite yeah, intense. Wow. Um, so yeah, and I'm definitely. and I'm getting that vibe from the season. I'm getting the vibe that it's intense. I'm getting the vibe. Yeah, that it's, it's you know going to another and, level. And they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have started with the group eating Jackie if, mm. like, it wasn't going to descend, you know, into more chaos. Absolutely, because that's that's a big thing, yeah. and they didn't leave that for the end or anything. They left. They did that quick. Oh, so, gosh. so it's showing yeah. how quickly there is a, a an elevation in stakes and like stress Definitely. and and desperation, you know. So, um, I guess you know we 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 will we will be covering uh are we doing this weekly we're doing this weekly aren't we or is this kind of up in the end? i feel like we should like yeah. we're already three episodes in like, yeah whatever. so we've done three episodes there's an episode one to three kind of recap but anyway i think we've covered everything from that we wanted to cover um oh one more thing mm-hmm. we do believe harvey's alive yeah we've we spoke about that. yes we do believe we do. harvey's alive yeah. in whatever way we don't believe that he is dead otherwise they wouldn't be putting this oh wait no no no. i think we did i think yeah i i'm like a bit more on the fence i don't I don't know if he's alive. Okay. I don't know how he could be alive. So if, if the show explains that to me in a, in a realistic way of how he could be yeah. alive, it does seem like there's potentially some underground, you know, uh, things happening. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's found somewhere underground. Um, yeah. But yeah. And like, you know, yeah. I, I, was t- I was saying to you, because I know you haven't seen Lost, um, but like yes. a lot of a lot of TV shows, and like I, I do, I am getting the vibe from this show that they are taking bits and pieces from Lost in ways like with flashbacks and all of that is very Lost. Lost is basically uh, then and now, which is basically what Yellow Jackets is, except to more extreme degree because they're doing kids mm-hmm. and the present, whereas Lost was more before they got on the flight and after they crashed type of situation. Yeah. Um, but they are yeah. following similar structures to Lost, and a lot of TV shows do take inspiration from Lost because it, the, the system worked, you know. Um, but I, but really what happens in Lost and what happens in a lot of these shows where people are out in the wilderness is eventually they come to a point where they meet other people or they 
find something underground mm. or there's some way to survive something or whatever. So I'm assuming yeah. that's what's happened to Harvey, but we will find out um, yeah. as we go forward. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what's happening so far. It is intense to watch at the moment, but I am enjoying this season. I'm having a good time. I'm really glad that they're, they seem to be going for another... I mean, I guess we'll see and we'll judge it when it's over, but I was very, very happy that the first season had a lot of, like, Emmy nominations and, like, you know, they were really well mm. received. I am hope all the best for them for this season as well, that they have such a great season and that they can, you know, keep going yeah. forward feeling positive about their content because, like we said at the top... I really, really want to see the show succeed. I really love uh, what they're doing and the the the, and the women. We have, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go on, go on. Oh, I, I was going to say that I love like what they're doing with women and that they're you know like uh, that they are so keen on exploring so many different dynamics yeah. and relationships and all of that between them and their friendships and whatnot. So we'll see how we go. Um, but I'm excited. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you go ahead. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, I've been burnt before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been burnt before with um, another show that we did cover. And so I, yeah, like, I, I, I'm a bit nervous because I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on with this show. And yeah, I want it to stick the landing, so to speak. And so there's a lot of stuff that I would personally like an answer on. And I know that they're not going to answer everything. But yeah, I'm. I'm also just hoping that, um, yeah, like you know, obviously, you you've seen Lost recently, and you, um, you know, I know you weren't like that pleased with the ending, but you were like overall happy with like how the characters were treated mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm just hoping it's going to be something like that. But I would, I would really like the whole the show, um, I guess, as a whole to, you know, make sense and yeah. um, some of those mysteries be explored and. Um, answered Uh, but if they if they truly have mapped out five seasons then maybe they have yeah so i will say about lost that lost um you know i was happy with how the characters ended and i was fine with it um but they didn't really answer anything everything was kind of all over the place at the end in terms of like they answered something in some way but didn't make sense like it was it was just a little bit like shaky and a lot of people didn't like that um they wanted more answers and more solid answers i think with yellow jackets because they are leaning far more into the like psychological element and like the horror element that they can get away mm. with not having to explain every single thing that they have to, true, but there's got to be something like that kind of gives way to you holding on to where you can go, okay, I can see how this could lead to this and this could lead to this and this could lead to mm. that. I don't think they need to go yeah. individual bang, bang, bang. This is why, This is why you know, Lottie saw blood at the bee thing and this is why, you know, mm. um, uh, they heard trickling on top of the roof or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, the trickling you know, is interesting. I think that those yeah. elements are very And Mari, Mari's hearing that stuff. Yeah. Sorry, just I to think interrupt. Mari's hearing that type of stuff. Yeah, I think it's very common in horror to kind of have a lot of mysterious things that never fully get explained as long as the the ending of it um, gives way to maybe understanding why why uh, some of these other things yeah. may have happened, which I think that's what they'll do. Hopefully, um, fingers crossed. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they seem to be like telling the story responsibly. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's cool. is that it for today. Cool. Anything else you want to throw I, in before we go? No. No, no, no. The only thing that I was going to say just as a, in closing was, um, man, I have to say that the opening shot to episode three, which is Jackie's oh, bony, bone, fingers. like 
bony fingers that are just like you know devoid of any finger fat and you know are just the bones <laughs> i was like that is a truly grotesque oh. um, thing and that is seared into my brain so you know that that was pretty gross um but you know you got to eat all of it. Can you I just, eat can I just make a quick statement at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it bad that I'm still like holding out hope that Jackie is alive, like survives? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's her body then? <laughs> I've literally had this thing where I've been like, I just want Jackie to be alive so Jackie. bad that I will take I... anything. She can suddenly walk out of the woods and be like, I'm here. And I'll just be like, great, keep going. <laughs> like, you know, great. Welcome back. That's so funny. Because I love, I really, back, Jackie. I really love the character. So like, you know, I would be so keen, but yeah, you know, I know good. for the sake of the story, it's like important and stuff, but yeah. you know. Just saying, if she was oh. to suddenly revive all of her bone yeah. fat and all of her flesh and sat up and she's wearing Maybe. her outfit, I would not ask any questions. I would be fine with well, that. Well, I have a feeling we haven't seen the end of Jackie, like whether it's in more flashbacks or... Yeah, I want her in every season um, to the end, basically. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, anyway. she is very good. Um, all right. Yeah. Alyssa, it was lovely to chat with you. Uh, 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 Listeners, we have been friends for 20 years. It's our 20-year friendship anniversary. Wow, it really is. Yes, it's 20 years. We we became friends in the ripe age of 13 years old. We did. You're right. We did. We did. It was was, Um, a good time. It has been a journey of uh, sunflowers. (laughs) Discouraging. Yes, it has been a joy, and um, and it's been a joy doing the pod. And you know, we always have a laugh. And so, I think ultimately, if you have listened to the end of this over an hour podcast, uh, thank you. (laughs) Um, We yeah, we just like picking apart shows and characters, and you know, having a laugh over stuff. So if you do too, then please keep listening. Yeah, Um, and hit us up. Yeah, and please write to us. Uh We will have an email address set up soon. And also, if you would like to uh, chat to us on Twitter, we will be at House of Quigley. Uh, Yeah. So I think that's about it for today. Yeah. But yeah, look out for us. Thank you so much for listening. We are so happy uh, to be back and chatting again. And we will see you next time for episode We'll see you next time when we'll all get on the case together. (laughs) A citizen detective. Bye, citizen detective. (laughs) Bye, African grey parrot.